Hey, everybody. It is Lenora from It's a New Dawn. Um, you know, I always introduce myself. I just say, it's Lenora from It's a New Dawn. But for those who don't know and who, hasn't, uh, who haven't uh, looked at or listened to my other podcast, I am an RN holistic health coach. And my whole life, pretty much, I'm almost 56, has been about health, wellness, um, and helping others uh, achieve equilibrium in their lives. And that's my main purpose in life. I live, eat, and breathe it. So um, I hope this podcast helps even one person. And I know it has uh, because it has just branched off. And my guest today is actually one of these people that I have found through doing my other podcasts um, with a young lady named Aura Hoffman. Um, Aura was on my podcast, I think, five episodes ago, but uh, she made a big impact. And um, I've actually uh, sat down with at least one or two other people who I found through Aura. And this is one of the people. Her name is Laura Baird. Lori Baird. Lori, Lori Baird, sorry. And um, through TikTok, uh, I don't even know if I should even say TikTok anymore because everybody's been from TikTok. But um, I found her through Aura and she runs a group on Facebook called the Sunshine Crew Mental Health Support Group. And it's a really, it's a really sweet Facebook group. I just joined it and... Um, you're working up on the people that are joining there, but you have over a hundred people on there. So it's a private group. Um, but I wanted Lori on because it is all about helping others, making that connection, finding support. And she talks about mental health and support. So I'd love to hear your story. I don't know a lot about Lori, but um Everybody who I've spoken to on the podcast, I have connected with in some way, in a beautiful way. So I appreciate everybody. So I'm going to turn the camera over to you and you just go wherever you want to go and I'll kind of weave my way in there with you. So. Thank you so much, Lenora. I love your TikTok. I love that we've met through Aura. She's amazing. Yeah. And the group really started because I found TikTok to be extremely therapeutic that support system is just amazing. And how it all started for me was, um, I guess when, you know, I took the ACEs test, ACE, and um, I scored higher on that than I did on my SATs. I was so like- So what Whoa. is that? What is that? Is that your personality thing? No, that, like that goes through a list of questions. I think it's only like 10 questions. I think okay. it's been a but it kind of talks about, um, uh, like, have you been through divorce in childhood? Um, were there um, incidents in childhood where there was trauma? You know, certain questions like that. And so... Um, what does A stand for, though? What is, what is it? I remember. Uh, oh, okay. Look it up. Like, it's like, it's one of those um, tests where you can take, you can look it up online. It's ACE, the ACE okay. test expert on it. I just took it and I was like, dang, I skied, scored higher on that than I did my SATs. What's wrong with me? Yeah. And before so you continue, just an FYI, people, uh, those of you on YouTube are seeing that every once in a while, your voice is kind of fading out. But those on audio with um, the major platforms, Apple and all that, 
you're not going to see that. So that's happening. And FYI, again, for those who don't know, I am doing this all myself. This is not the most technically advanced uh, podcast, but that's okay. I just took the chance and just did it through Gary V. Gary V, thank you. Anybody who doesn't know him, look him up, motivational speaker, but got my butt in gear just to do it. So I'm doing it. I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. But unfortunately, Lori, Lori every once in a while, your voice is kind of going in and out, but just, just to let you guys know that. So go ahead. So you took the ACE test. Go ahead. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about doing things too, especially Gary V is the one that got me on TikTok. Me went, too. Oh my gosh, Gary V rocks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. I did too. You know what? I'm going to start my own thing too. I want to do it. It's my passion. I love it. I'm going to do it. So I just do it. So I'm with you on that. And also I'm not a doctor at all. And I want everybody to know that even though I like to speak about my story and what helps me, everybody's different. What works for me doesn't work for everybody. And so with that, ACEs test. Uh, yeah. So I took that. I was like, wow. Okay. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know one single solitary person that does, hasn't, um, experienced adversity, some sort of trauma, grief, something in their lives. It's how we, it. we are all so much similar, uh, than we are different. And, um, for me, it was, uh, you know, I partied when I was in my 20s. I drank like a fish. I smoked cigarettes and other things. And, you know, I was a wild child. I was told at a young age I couldn't have children. So um, at that point, I thought, okay, well, my aunt was told she couldn't have children. So I thought, you know, in the back of my mind, okay, I was like maybe 21 when I was told this. So uh, I get married and it was time to think about having children. We tried for 11 years and um, during that time, I stopped smoking. I stopped drinking. I went to um, integrative OBGYN. I um, spoke to the nutritionist, to my doctors. I had a team around me to work through every holistic, every medical, everything I could possibly do to try to get pregnant. And the very last thing they said, okay, you're, you're starting to absorb your nutrients. You seem like you're doing the right thing with your exercise, not too much. You're not obsessed. It's, you know, you're doing the right amount. Um, it all kind of was falling into place, except for, they said, you need to de-stress now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, you like- always I crack me up, right? It's like, <laughs> uh, I have five kids, right? Within eight years, people- and uh, I say that a lot. I've been listening to all my podcasts and I'm like getting disgusted because I repeat words and I'm so sorry, people I say a lot and um, and I'm like, need to stop. But anyway, uh, you know, and I go to the doctor and back in the day and all of them are like little, little and to have epilepsy and, 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 and I go to the doctor, you know, my stomach, oh, you need to de-stress. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you, you want to come to my house? <laughs> I don't have any help. I don't like. What's the answer, Doc? <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, best is oh, take a vacation. You know, and everybody's like, oh, we're trying to go. Oh yeah, and take a vacation. <laughs> 
stop thinking about stop worrying. Okay, I have anxiety and I have a high stress job and it's easier said than done. My digestive tract, you know, it's all connected, mind, body, spirit. You know that once you're, you get your food right and you have the acupuncture, I was going to take massages and I was the chiropractor. I was doing all the right things. I was doing the yoga. I was doing meditation. I tried that. I tried everything. I was doing what I was told to do, all the holistic, all the medical, everything. So um, cut to, uh, there was an unfortunate uh, death in the family, but before that, um, he was in a coma. So we went back um, to a different state. And of course, when someone is in a coma, you don't do anything. You're in a different state. You're not working. You're not thinking of anything. And Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate. Um, and we were there for, you know, a week or so we came back and within a few days he had passed. So we went back to the funeral and of course, then again, you don't do anything. Um, and so, uh, this was after years of trying, getting my body into shape. And, um, I go into the doctor cause I'm like, oh, my stomach feels funny. Maybe now I'm having some issues with rice because, uh, I was, gluten-free at the time since 2005. And I'm like, okay, here is another digestive issue. And my husband at the time was like, no, go to the doctor. And so I go in, I'm like, yeah, it's probably just something I ate. And they say, I'm pregnant. I'm like, I can't get pregnant. pregnant." And I text him, I'm pregnant. And he said later, you know, the minute you text me was the minute he passed a month ago. He was pulling some strings. So uh, I believe that, uh, he, it was his father that had passed and that he was the one that was pulling some strings Like God. Wow. Yes. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that it was a miracle. And I thought, okay, well, I'd had an ectopic pregnancy before miscarriages like, okay, are we going to carry this to term? So of course, at the time I was 40. And so I'm doing everything again that I can to keep, we went through the process of um, fostering to adopt and we had just Mm -hmm. signed signed on the dotted line. And I said, okay, well, I'm pregnant. And I hope that this one, you know, goes to term. And they said, that's okay. Go ahead and, you know, continue the classes and we'll, you know, keep you updated and and all that. And so, um, yeah, I ended up having to go on bed rest, full term, healthy baby. He's 10 now. And wow. A miracle Congratulations. Child. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah. And I think also that had I not had that not happened, I wonder if I had started therapy earlier for um, some of the trauma that I had experienced in my life, that possibly that might have helped with the stress. Because when we go into therapy, I feel like, you know, that's why I say what's beneath your smile, you know, it's right, time. Right. All have something beneath our smile, especially we've seen it with Robin Williams, the comedians, everybody who's laughing, the people who are the happiest and and most positive and outgoing tend to have the um, harshest upbringing or the harshest story that we hear. And so I always think, you know, what is beneath your smile? Can we get to therapy? Can we talk about the trauma so we can get to the place where we're smiling out of pure joy and satisfaction, I almost feel like we need a new system where, you know, how you pass somebody in the hallways, you know, where I work, I work at a school and it's like, oh, how are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I feel like we need a, 
hey, how are you? I'm about a three today. How about you? I'm about an eight. Anything I can do to support you? You know, like we Lori, did you did you listen to Dylan's podcast with me? No, I haven't. Dylan Sessler? No, we I have We taught you know Dylan Sessler on TikTok? He's pretty huge. He's got like 40, 50,000 followers. I don't know. He was on my podcast and he's a motivational speaker. He's, he's really wonderful, but it was exact conversation. It's almost like verbatim. Well, different wording, but we were talking about how, you know, we pass each other and we say, how you doing? And you know, okay, okay, okay. But are you really okay? You're not okay. Most of the time. Yeah. Right. We don't want exactly what you're saying. Is he the older gentleman? No, he's only 30. By the way, people, people, again, I'm saying people, my people. light, my ring light, I said it with Dylan's, it, it just flops out on me. So now I'm dark and I'm trying to turn on some lights here. So in my tiny little house here, all right, is that better? Am I a little bit lighter? Yeah, you look bright. Bright and cheery. Yes, you need to do a tiny home tour. You know I love tiny homes. It's three. I didn't know that. So it's a little over 300 square feet. My intention is that it could fit four women. I say women because that's really what I want to focus on with the retreats. Like I want to do some kind of women retreat here. I live on 17 acres and I live in a log cabin. So it's set up as a log cabin. And um, it's very cozy. It has a little pantry in here, a fake fireplace, but the fireplace works. It gives off heat. You see my bear picture there. Um, yeah, that's my intention is to do like a, uh, I'm a Reiki master, yoga teacher, personal trainer, nutritional counselor. So I don't know, I can integrate everything. Um, so that's my idea. So once everything settles down, you know, but it's been really nice. So I just come in here, do my podcast, do my nutritional counseling with clients. It's quiet. It's like a she cave. Uh, but unfortunately, this is what happens with the light. <laughs> so I'm a little bit dark, but I love you guys and you know that. So, you know, but um, anyway, you were talking. I'm sorry to interrupt you. you That's know. all right. It'll all come together. You've got the intention. You've got the vision. you got the go-get. You're going to have it. It's going to happen. I know, right? Do um, you want to talk about some of your story? Like, do you want to talk about that or do you want to kind of leave that out? Yeah, you know, um, I think uh, with a lot of my story came from going to a lot of different schools as a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went every two or three years. Uh, we doubled school. Like we would go, it's a long story, but um, it felt like to me, the bullies, uh, you know, everybody has experienced teasing or bullies and in, in, in some form, everybody. Uh, for me, it was, uh, I'd rather be dead than red on the head. Oh, carrot top. Oh, what a weirdo. What a freak. New girl. Um, so it was very difficult for me to make friends. So I, I felt like a loner because every school I went to, I heard the same thing. I went through, um, and it wouldn't have bothered me as much if the home life wasn't as um, adverse, I guess, is the words we're using politically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot of, uh, trauma in my childhood, uh, that, you know, most people probably go through and, 
not that I want to not say what I went through, but I also don't want to hurt others that uh, mm -hmm. might hear this um, with details of it. So that's, mm -hmm. I keep hurt into in therapy. But what I will touch on is that going through what I went through, by the time I was in ninth grade, um, I wanted to end it and attempted suicide. And oh, I I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Um, it was one of those things where nobody knew because uh, uh, my dad had left for work. My brother had left for school. I was supposed to leave for school. We were kind of on our own. We walked to school, uh, that kind of thing. He drove his car, you know, as a ninth grade. Um, he was, I think, a senior in high school. And I just didn't want to go back and face any more of that feeling um, being in that school um, of feeling so awkward and alone and teased and unseen and you know no wonder I couldn't take a test I, my my mind was all over the place with how will I survive this day not how do what is two plus two you know not in ninth mm -hmm. grade and so I went where, I where were you living then where were you living I was living at my dad's house it was my dad and my brother what state, what state? Oh, I grew up in Ohio. And then after I grew up in Ohio, um, I moved to Florida for a little bit. And then I spent the last three decades in Colorado. And now I'm back in Ohio. And now we're going to move to Michigan. But the day that I took those pills, I remember getting up and thinking nobody's in the house. I don't want to go on. I didn't do my homework. I don't want to face these bullies. I don't want to go into the school. I feel unseen and heard and I feel ugly. You know, the ninth grade, we just feel ugly. We just had our pictures taken. They came back. They look horrible. So I remember. Yes, that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. And the popular kids and all that and the whole clique and this, that, and the other. And um, so, and this was before internet and before, you know, phone, cell phones. And this, I am, I made it to 51. So I'm close to your age. So I didn't have, we didn't have all that growing up. And so mm -hmm. I went at, in my ninth grade, I don't know what that is, 12, 13, 14. What, how old are you? I was I think thinking, you're 14. I'm 14. Yeah, the only thing that I could think of was, why don't I just take a bunch of pills? So I go into the medicine cabinet and grab pills and go to my brother's water bed because I was forbidden to be in his room. I take mm -hmm. all and lay on his water bed like, mm -hmm. that's what you're like going to take. There, like there, right? You know, because brothers tease too. Uh, so yeah, I laid on the water bed and I got sick and I ended up throwing up and I ended up just telling my dad I got sick and I didn't go to school that day. But I can remember thinking, at the time, after I threw up and then being afraid of telling my dad that why didn't I go to school and how I'm going to make it into the next day and what I'm going to do to the next day, I remember thinking, okay, God does have a plan for me. What's it going to be? I am bigger than just myself. The world is bigger than just me and my stupid problems. I remember thinking that at that young of age. And I can remember as far back as third grade, I think it was, uh, when a different school where a girl was teasing, like I would rather be dead than red on the head as we were walking home. And I made a TikTok about it. And there, this corner, I went back to that corner and, um, I just remember cutting that corner in the grass and thinking as she's walking behind me with her friends saying that, and I'm walking alone to get home. I just remember thinking, 
oh, in the next life, she's going to be a redhead. <laughs> you know what? I, first of all, I was ready to cry when you tell me, well, any, everybody who knows me now, if you've been joining me, knows that I'm very sensitive and I'm good with that. I cry a lot of times on the podcast, but um, I was, because the pain that I, now you have your child, you have your son, right? He's 10. Could you, like, I'm sure you've imagined if he was hurt by other people and how it just like goes like so deep and to feel like I've been through not the same thing as you, but I've been close to suicide many times in my life. The pain that we feel, no child should ever feel that way. You know, it's like, I want to cry for you because I can put myself in you, in you and know how you're feeling. And it hurts so, so deeply. I, nobody should ever have to go through that. And, and talking like this, I think it's so good. And um, the karma you're talking about, <laughs> we don't have to ever wish it. it. It happens, you know, there's no other way around it. Like when people say, oh, karma's gonna get them, or I, I don't even go there because I know it's sad to me because I know it's gonna come back to them. Right. You know, so you don't even have to, you know, think it, but it hurts. It hurts. Well, words, are, words are powerful. They are very powerful. And to think of you, I don't care what the pills were. They could have been candy. You know, the fact that you felt like you needed to take this bottle at night, you know, in ninth grade, where you're supposed to be laughing and hanging with friends and you know what I mean? And, and the pain you must've felt that, that it kills me. I hate it. I hate thinking that, you know, right. I'm sad for you. I was, and I'm, I'm, I'm you now. Thank you. It's, it's it one of the, sad. um, when I see kids now, because I do work in the school system and I see, uh, my kiddos friends and I, uh, correct them quite a bit, uh, certain things that they'll say about other kids or just teasing and things. And I see them do it behind their back or I'll be with another student and I'll overhear something. And I think, why is this still going on? Why are we still feeling that we have to put someone else down? And that's why I am now like in my adult years, I feel like, okay, I want to be that positive person to attract positive like-minded people. You know, I may not be positive all the time. Lord knows I struggle with depression and anxiety. There's mm -hmm. things, there are days that I feel like I cannot even get out of the bed, but I still want to attract people who have been through it, who are going through therapy, who are trying to find resources and tools that work for them, who want to um, help guide me and I help guide them. You know, in, with therapy, it's nothing but talking about yourself and somebody um, kind of guiding you gently in the direction that you could go, um, which has been extremely helpful. But I feel like it's still to this day, unfortunate that we're still having so many teen suicides. I don't understand yeah. and fix this, you know? We can't, you know what, Lori? Uh, I, I don't mean to sound, but I don't, I don't, and I don't mean to sound pessimistic, but I don't think it'll ever go away. But no. doing stuff that we do is going to help a lot. You know, the things that you do, the things that I do, 
spreading awareness and, and um, making people aware. I see it a lot more now. I see it a lot more being out there. I mean, when I was going through mine, nobody knew about it. You know, my bulimia, my this, my that. It was all in hiding, you know. It's like I had a boyfriend at 16 who said, if you weren't so fat, I'd go out with you again. Well, those little bit of words, those words. And I wasn't, I mean, I was maybe a little heavier than that. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. But those words, and it wasn't just the words. I can't say it was just the words. But I remember it like it's yesterday, and I'm almost 56. I was 16 or 15. They're powerful. That led me down this path of destruction like crazy. But I never said anything. You know, I never said I was abused by a priest. I never told anybody. Nobody knew I was bulimic for six years. It was, and I was throwing up five times a day. I mean, now my point is, now it's a lot different. So I think more people, the kids will talk more now. I think, I think so we're, we are getting somewhere. You know what I mean? That's my point. We, we are getting somewhere. I, if it will ever go away. I mean, I don't know, but. We, I don't we know have go away, but I do feel like no, it make more strides, like you said, with awareness and making it okay to be oneself and to speak up and to be able to um, be okay with it as a kid going to therapy, you know, mm -hmm. like you know, hopefully, you know, it's okay that they go. Mm -hmm. Like I'm therapy, like, therapy, yeah. who doesn't go to therapy? Therapy okay. should be recommended to everyone, right? But Mandatory. me again, I'm going to bring back my past. When yeah. my period stopped, because first I was anorexic. My period stopped. I finally told my mom, you know, I didn't get my period. I was really, really thin. You know, I wore sweatpants all the time. They were like falling off of me. My mother brought me to the gynecologist. Well, their answer was make her eat. It wasn't like, yeah, so I was, I was 16 and make her eat. My point is that now I would have been going to therapy, getting help. So I do feel happy about the strides that we've made. And like I said, the, as far as internet goes and, you know, there's the, the bad and the good, you know, we spend, we spend a lot of time on uh, social media and all that, but look at the good it's done too. So. And yeah, and um, I think that since there's so much at our fingertips with Google and being able to type everything in, everybody has the same access to information. Um, the issue comes with how do we change the behaviors? How do we shift our beliefs? How do we um, start self love and self-care and stop the self-negativity that's the hardest part i find for people when they come to me because i um, have services also i work with clients who come to me talking about weight and talking because i am not a nutritionist i'm not a dietitian i'm not an rn i'm not a doctor i coach people through their dietitians like their dietitians are like okay you need to do this okay how do i do it where do I go? What, let's investigate ingredients. Let's talk about what they're talking about for you to help you in your journey. And it's the hardest part because our belief system and our emotional 
um, trauma that we've experienced, I don't think they're connecting the two. Like therapy, dietitians, doctors, it's a whole team in order to get us to the place we need to be. It takes so much more than just, oh, go make her eat. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. Yes. 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 And uh, you know what that led me to? I'm going to throw this up. Me, because I had an Italian father, an Italian mom. I had 10 siblings, right? But my mom made dinner every night. My mom, that's all she did was cook, clean. We had two washers, two dryers. That's all my mom did. Um, they would literally grab me and make me eat. And I don't know how I learned to throw up. I have no idea, but that was my answer. That was my answer. You had control. You know, yeah, that was it was sure. all about control. It was definitely about control, especially when I lost control over my body from the priest and uh, lost control. I had control over my food. Nobody was going to tell me, but then yeah. the food controlled me. I mean, I wrote about it and, you know, it's a crappy road. It's a crappy, shitty, crappy road. But like I told Dylan on the podcast, I wouldn't change a thing. I would not change my past for nothing because I have so much empathy. I am pure love. I am rainbows and kitty cats where my kids will say, mom, it's not all rainbows and kitty cats. And I'm like, uh, why not? Yes, it is. You know, because that's the way I choose to look at things. I find the good rather than focusing on the bad. I think there's a lot of good in the world. So I focus on that. I focus on there's so many good people out there rather than there are bad, but I focus on good. That's what brought me that all that adversity in my life brought me here to doing this, to being the person that I am and accepting everybody, you know, like the woman that I'm going to be sitting down with after this was afraid. And I'm going to say this on the podcast. The only reason I'm saying it. She's a bigger woman, beautiful woman. She did that thing on TikTok and uh, I wrote her. I, I have no, thank you, Gary V again. I wrote her. I said, ah, what's the best that could happen? You know, I wrote her on Instagram. She wrote me back. Yes, I'll be on your podcast. Um, but then she looked at my profile and she saw that I was a personal trainer and I've had five kids and I look the way I do, whatever that is. And she didn't want to write me because she was like, you know, embarrassed and it made me cry. And I got right back. I'm going to cry. I got right back to her and I'm like, so not like that. I'm so not like that. And even when I train people, I don't even, I use, I even did a TikTok about the scale and that it's a piece of metal and it, and it, it had so much control over me for so many years. I use it once, like if I'm training somebody, but how do you feel? You know, I feel empowered. I feel strong. You don't have to be or you know what I mean? So I got right back to her and we had a beautiful talk and she's going to be on. So, and I think know. with, more the connection and when I think when we have that connection with someone and the stereotypical way of somebody oh 
I think so-and-so is this way because she looks that way, or I think so-and-so must have everything together because she puts the appearance on. And it's not that way. What is beneath your smile? What is beneath the facade? What is beneath it? Everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time. Like it has yeah. nothing to do with what you look like. And if people get off that stigma of, okay, the, all that, it just, everybody has the heart. Every time I do like a live on TikTok, I see a heart and a soul coming through. I don't want to look at their picture, even though I prefer that they have a picture of themselves on their bio so that it's not a kid or something, you know, coming into the live. But yeah, they're, they're just humans. We're all mm -hmm. human life trying to shine brighter together. That's all we can do is have that connection. And I think we're missing that with, since the pandemic, how, uh, you know, we're having a hard time, especially I'm an introvert, but I know a lot of extroverts are having a harder time with uh, not being able to connect with each other and hug and, and talk and have that connection. It's very difficult. TikTok yeah, is I'm an introvert too. I'm an introvert. It may surprise some people, but I am a complete introvert. I'm loving being home. <laughs> I, but this is what I mean about um, even if that support is coming in this way. Like I told Mindy yesterday when I was sitting down with her with the podcast, I said, I feel your love right there. I see you. And I said, I think you feel my love too. And we, I, I got the chills and I'm, I'm getting the chills now. If you saw my hair popping up on my arms, but hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And yes, COVID has been really, really hard on people, some people. But this is why we need, this is why I love TikTok. I'm bringing TikTok back because I have found that it has been the warmest reception out of any social media platform. Thank you, Gary V again, because I was like, I'm not doing TikTok and I'm running. And every morning I run, I listen to Gary V and I'm like, I'm not doing TikTok. I'm not doing TikTok. I'm not doing TikTok. I swear I'm shocked at myself that I'm doing it the way I'm doing it. And people, people again, see, I'm saying it again. I'm catching yeah. myself at least. Um, hey, and, um, um, <laughs> if you want, if you want a gr really gr wonderful group of people, please try out TikTok. I mean, if you're feeling alone and, you know, feeling the wrath of like COVID and being, uh, try it, just try it. Because I have every single person I've sat down with have said the same thing that TikTok like pretty much changed their life too. So. Hard to open, especially as we get older, to be open to new ideas. And the idea of, of going to TikTok to me was like, oh gosh, another social media I'd have to do. But it's so completely the opposite. It's not only positive, but it is for adults. I was telling my kiddo when we were walking us, I've been walking every day and doing the TikTok. Uh, but I was telling him, he's like, it's for kids still, mom. I'm like, you have your, you know, there's, there's the kid group. I get that. But moms are very strong and supportive with each other because we've been through it and we can help uplift each other when we're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible mom. I didn't do this. Da, da, da. Some of the TikToks on there are like, yes, you just yeah. reached in and pulled my heartstring. You are going through what I'm going through. Ma. Yes. Ma, back. And, and don't you just love our age? 
Yes, I love it. Being over. I just love my age. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I love my age even more being on here because I have found people in my age bracket. My kids have given up TikTok because of me because they're they're like, okay, ma, now you're like uh, like TikTok famous. I I only have like a little over 7,000, but... They're, I'm like, I'm not, I just like, but they see me with my little thing I set up and all this stuff. And they're like, you know, whatever, but I'm, I've grown. It's going to end. It's going to end someday, but you know, right now I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And it's, it's a growing process. And I feel like I always call it TikTok therapy because even though, you know, I'm in between therapists right now. And so I go there and I see the happiness. I see some sad things. I see some things that tug on my heartstrings. Uh, we go on live, we get to know and meet people that we've never thought we could ever meet before. Um, it's just like, have, you know, they always say, uh, have friends who are younger than you, have friends who are older than you, have friends from a different country. And this mm-hmm. is have here it's a beautiful beautiful thing yes TikTok. yeah yes and you know what you're talking about support and all that right if i don't go on live like i started doing live maybe i don't know a month and a half ago two months and i really didn't want to do it because i'm like oh my god another thing to like fill with my day that you know it's just like who has the time but you know like i'm like i think it's important to, to be thankful for your community and people who follow you, no matter what. So I go on and now I've got a few, like a very small little group of people. I wanna say maybe six people that come on regularly, right? Now, I didn't go on live for like maybe one day because I was really busy. And uh, I had people in my DM, are you okay? Um, are you okay? Are you feeling okay, Lenore today? Not even my like my best friends do that. Like, it's like, and hey. my heart was, <laughs> my heart was like, and days where I'm feeling like nobody loves me. Like I'll tell my husband, you know, a friend's here. I'm like, no, they haven't gotten in touch with me. And my husband's like, hon, you have 7,000 friends. I'm like, that's TikTok, hon. He's like, they love you, hon. They love you. And I'm like, I go on live and I feel that love, man. I feel yeah. it. It's like, you know, and every once in a while you get those, those creeps kind of block. block, 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 which I never did, which I try to like, try to like go, I'm going to get, I'll say, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You can redeem yourself. Like my husband will listen to my lives. And he's like, hon, you handle that so well. But like, I hate to just like be so abrupt. I like to like, Give people the benefit of the, I'll, I'll be like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> and it never really happens. And I'm like, all right, I have to block you. I'm going to block you. But that Sometimes doesn't really happen too often. I don't it out loud. I'll read something and it'll be so far out in left field that I don't even read it or acknowledge that it's there. And I just block, you know, you like, yeah. know, I've gotten, you know, I like to give people that, like I said, the benefit of the doubt, but there are some. There are some not so nice people, I guess, out there. But um, so how did you, now let's talk about your Facebook group. Facebook group. How did you come up with that, that name? The Sunshine 
up uh, in our live when we were doing a live. I'm like, welcome to the Sunshine Crew. And because my website is itstimesunshine.com. And so uh, I started um, Mikey, just Mikey on TikTok. I got a hold of him and he's doing um, kind of like a big community on my website. It's going to be kind Who of like- Who is that? Who is that? Mikey? Just me, Mikey. He's with WebCity. Uh, his, huh. his business, his website is WebCity and BreakTheRage.org. And um, so he is uh, creating a, a community that is like- Facebook a little bit where you can get in touch with friends and things and you have to sign up to be in it. It's completely free. You know, like we talked about earlier, we don't make money on this at all. Yeah, right. We don't, we yeah. don't. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It feels good to, to be able to talk it out. Um, mm -hmm. So you go in and you can actually write a blog if you want, you can make it public or not public. You can communicate with each other, that kind of thing. So it's kind of going to be like Facebook. It'll be ready in a couple of weeks. So in the meantime, I went ahead and did um, the private Facebook group to get us started, to get us connected. Um, and so that's called Sunshine Crew Mental Health Support Group. And so that's where we are now in the private Facebook group. Mm -hmm. I'm going to definitely, I will. Do you have a link, Trey, by any chance? I do, yes. And that, that has all the information in it, right? That's great because then I could just copy and paste it on the show notes. Um, yeah. And the smile behind, is that your signature that's, shirt? That's my logo. It's, what, it's, and then what's beneath your smile? I love that. And I've got the merchandise has a lot. Of, I've got one that has um, beach vibes on it, which is really cute because of the hands. And because of the, the hands, I, I saw the smile and I'm like, okay, that's great. I love the smile. She looks content. I call her her. And even though the hands aren't this way, I wanted it to make it look like somebody is holding your face. We're holding and lifting each other up. And so that why we, that's why we have the thumbs going that way because I want it. It's time, sunshine. Because if you hold um. your face, it's comforting. And this was actually a, on TikTok too. Not a lot of people get a lot of uh, touch and touch therapy is beautiful. And so for somebody to be able to hold you and lift you up and hold and say, it's time, it's time. Mm. What's, it's time for what you're ready for. Are you ready to make that step whatever it's time for you? I love it. I love it. I've been known as a hugger and that's been, that's been rough. Cause I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. So that, that was the one thing that was really hard with COVID with me. So, although I am an introvert, so anything else you'd like to share? Because this was a, this was one of the best sit down, just casual intertwining, which I love. I love it. Um, I'm going to be on your uh, Facebook yeah. Thursday. Yeah. My YouTube is tea time with sunshine. And so that's okay. is I'm that on your link tree? That's yeah. on your link tree, right? Okay. And so I'm doing that because I would like to eventually um, branch out into podcasting. I don't know if that's going to be um, if that's going to happen or not. But I'm like you. I'm just going for it. And I think I've learned so much with TikTok, getting myself out of um, my comfort zone. I am not a video person. I never was when I went to do, do uh, Facebook videos. I felt so nervous 
And that's what I love about TikTok. We're just chatting. That's it. I'm so much easier and more comfortable with just chatting. And that's what I love about your podcast. That's what I love about TikTok. It's just, we're just out here for a chat. We're not doctors. We're just saying what happened to us and what um, works for us. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love it that I think you should definitely go for that. I don't think it's any much more than what you're doing. I think that you can probably do what you're doing with the podcast and then put it onto Anchor and then Anchor distributes to all the major platforms. That's what I do. So I don't think it was a, I didn't do it myself last year. I had somebody do the whole Anchor thing, but I don't think it was, it's like really intricate or anything. And anything that's like that. If you go to just, just underscore me, underscore Mikey on TikTok, you can see his uh, link. He, he did his own. He created his own. It's not link trees, link out. He created that himself. Uh, he's a mastermind. And so he's the one that's doing the website and he's doing KSYL, uh, keep shining your light family, KSYL family. And he's at breaktherage.org. And um, he's also getting, uh, doing probably a podcast in the future. And so he is cool. uh, yeah, extremely helpful. That's nice. Send me, send me, if you can remember to send me a DM with him, with his name, um, maybe a text. I remember yep. that. Um, any parting words? Uh, and yeah. everybody, wait, everybody, her information will be in the notes below. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I just want to say, you know, we are never, alone. And when you feel you can't reach out, reach out to someone you think needs reaching out to. Because when you reach out to that person, they're there for you, you're there for them. It's very difficult to reach out to someone when you're at your lowest of lows, because you feel like a burden, and you aren't. So if you just think of it as, I'm going to reach out to somebody who I think needs to be reached out to, then you make that connection and you can work with each other and tell each other the stories, non-judgmental, non-advice, just being relaxed in a relaxed atmosphere, talking about them, which in turn helps you to talk about yourself. Thank you so I much. I love me. it. Amen. And I felt that way with you today. I felt like that's what we did today. Absolutely. So it's good. Hold on one second. If you guys have joined me before, you know my little spiel at the end. So I do give out my um, phone number, my Google number for anybody who wants to talk, anybody who wants to give me any feedback about the show, anybody who wants to be on the show, my Google number will be below, 609-429-4058, along with all my links. Uh, I do talk about the nutrition bar that I sponsor. Actually, I'm just an ambassador and affiliate. Uh, this is not a sponsor. I just believe in this bar. It's a nutrition bar, raw bar, R-A-W-R. -R. They give 10% of their net proceeds to feed the hungry children worldwide. That's what drew me into the company. Um, they're vegan, but any diet, good for any diet. They are protein-packed, uh, 19 to 21 grams of protein a bar, organic ingredients, 11 to 13 net carbs, which really low on, you know, for glycemic index, it's really good. Uh, no artificial sweeteners, uh, put together by coconut oil, which is really good for your brain. Coconut nectar, blackstrap molasses, a little bit of Himalaya salt, owned by a very young uh, couple, Jake and Rachel. 
very nice people. Um, and I would appreciate it if you do order to order from the link below. That's my uh, affiliate link. It'll help me and it'll help them. So thank you for listening to that whole spiel. And uh, as usual, everybody, have a wonderful and blessed day. And thank you so much, Lori, for joining me. I really appreciate it. So much. Thank you. Namaste. Bye-bye. Namaste. Namaste.